Who is the most influential Hollywood director of the last 50 years? Andrew Keane. He sounds Irish, but Keane is spelled K-U-E-H-N. Keane was influential because he directed movie trailers, thousands of them. And perhaps more than any other director, Keane helped shape the way modern Hollywood advertised its product. He began just as television advertising took off, and he instantly recognised that film was going to be affected by the pace of TV. Trailers would have to be short, sharp and innovative. And from his first work in 1964 through to his death 40 years later, Keane created a legacy like no other. Here is Steven Spielberg paying tribute. Andy did it by building relationships with filmmakers. He did it by setting high standards of creativity, and he did it because he had good taste. And now, although he's no longer in the cutting room, there are so many people who have learned from him and worked with him that his legacy of coming attractions just goes on and on and on. Keane devised trailers for Spielberg's films from Jaws and E.T. right through to Schindler's List. And here is Keane himself explaining what makes a good trailer. You know, most people think that a trailer is just the best scenes in a movie strung together, but that isn't true at all. A trailer is a marketing tool that positions a motion picture within the marketplace. You see, in the early days of cinema, films were advertised by way of posters, sandwich men with billboards and newspaper ads. If ads were shown in theatres, they were not for films, but rather for whiskey and cigarettes. You see, back in those days, films were too short for trailers. They only lasted about 10 minutes and the turnover in programming was far too fast for anyone to even think about advertising coming attractions. The first trailer dates from 1912 to a serial adventure called What Happened to Mary? The series was already eight episodes old when suddenly audiences saw a caption that trailed the film and that caption read, The next instalment in the series of What Happened to Mary will be shown a week from now. And that is where the word trailer comes from. It was a clip that trailed the main attractions. Because films back then were what we now refer to as silent, the trailers could only use title cards to convey the plot. But since we now have sound, trailers have more ways of telling you what the story is about. This was where the narrator comes in. From the thrilling pages of life rides a man you must fear and respect. A man whose unconquerable will and boundless determination carved a lusty, rough and boisterous slice of history called The Searchers. It's John Wayne as Ethan Edwards who had a rare kind of courage. The courage that simply keeps on and on, far beyond all reasonable endurance, never thinking of himself as martyred, never thinking of himself as brave. Before Andrew Keane came along, the most dominant force in Hollywood movie advertising was the National Screen Service, an enormous company they enjoyed a monopoly with all the studios. As a result, their trailers were very generic and it was very rare that an ad campaign broke with their orthodoxy. One trailer that broke with that orthodoxy was for a low-budget black-and-white movie made in 1960. Here we have a quiet little motel tucked away off the main highway and, as you see, perfectly harmless-looking when, in fact, it has now become known as the scene of the crime. Hitchcock was being very coy as to the content of Psycho because he wanted to make sure that the shower scene came as a complete shock. That was innovative back then, but I wonder whether advertisers would risk that today. You see, National Screen Service trailers were designed to do one thing, get the audience into the theatre. 
But the 1960s was a time of enormous social change and Andrew Keane realised that the audience was fragmenting and he knew that an effective trailer kept people out of the theatre as much as it did getting them in. You wouldn't want patrons mistaking Chitty Chitty Bang Bang for Night of the Living Dead. So you emphasise the star, you use specific typeface on captions and then you choose particular music. More than anyone else, it was Andrew Keane who reshaped and refined all those techniques. He knew that with the right music, you could quickly conjure a whole host of moods. From comedy to horror and action and romance, the right chord with the right instrument could trigger the right emotion. That's multi-award winning Randy Edelman's score for Alan Parker's World War II romantic drama, Come See the Paradise. Now, very, very few people actually went to see The Paradise, but Edelman's tune proved so popular with trailer makers that he licensed it out to no less than 27 ad campaigns. In fact, between theatrical trailers and TV spots, Edelman earned more money from licensing that one tune than Parker's film earned in its entire theatrical run. No wonder. The music instantly conveys many things. Hope, sacrifice, defiance, resilience, romance. Here's another clip you're probably familiar with. It's been used in over 20 trailers. How about this? Those clips hail from a company called Immediate Music, and when it comes to composing and then licensing music to the studios, Immediate Music are the biggest and the best. Their tunes may be generic, derivative even, but that's part of their success. You see, if trailers are about one thing, it is familiarity. You have two and a half minutes to tell a story that audiences will be comfortable with. Why else would they go to see it? And that familiarity comes from repetition, or to use another word, cliché. In a world, in a time, in the land before time. One man, when everything you know is wrong. A girl, a robot renegade cop. Odd as it may sound, when the voiceover artist first used such lines of copy, it was considered cutting edge. Now it seems that a new phase in trailer advertising has dispensed with the voiceover artist and is using only the dialogue from the film. As I said, trailers are usually around two and a half minutes long. The trailer for The Social Network was daring because it spent almost an entire minute showing us nothing from the movie itself. Instead, it played images from a pastime several million people partake in, updating their Facebook page. And maybe that's where the innovative trailers are going right now. They don't tell you the plot, but sell you the context. Andrew Keane was involved in several groundbreaking trailers down through the years. The Night of the Iguana from 1964, The Exorcist from 1973, Alien from 1979, Top Gun from 86 and Schindler's List from 93. You can see them all on YouTube. 
Andrew Keane embraced new technologies and emerging media because he recognised they could only assist in selling a film. Which sort of brings us full circle. Once upon a time, films were advertised on posters by sandwich men or in newspapers. Now if you want to advertise your film, you're better off doing it on the internet.